Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello, chickens. This is the fabulous Adam Richard, and I have a theory. Oh, hey, chickens. Uh, This is another double duty episode. The last one in between um, the Halloween apocalypse and the War of the Sontarans. Uh, so before I talk some more about the War of the Sontarans, let's go back and have a look at some uh, other bits of business. Uh, for instance, Nightmare of Eden. Um, <laughs> so we've had a few people message me about Nightmare of Eden, including uh, James, uh, who says three things about Nightmare of Eden. Not four, there's four episodes, but we've only got three things. Um, one, it has a budget so low, says James, that they made some of the uniforms out of the foam padding that your nan puts under the tablecloth. <laughs> oh, was that the silver, the weird silver jumpsuit? And then in the next one, he was just wearing a, like a different, like a, a completely different silver jumpsuit. I'm like, why has he changed silver jumpsuits? Like he's not really gone anywhere. Um, I think they maybe needed it for a tablecloth. Uh, okay, the second thing James says to notice is it features one of the more obscure sources of Douglas Adams repurposing his Doctor Who work in his writing in the rooms full of angry spaceship passengers complaining about bad service. <laughs> There's like like Sharda, which is um in this same season, which never got finished. Like whole chunks of that were lifted uh for the Dirk Gently, the very first Dirk Gently book. Like whole plot lines, <laughs> like and, and and characters and the whole thing. It's like oh, I have I have read about this already. Like I read that book and I'm like I know all this stuff. Like this is not a surprise to me because I. You know, read a lot about Charter because it was the one that got away. Um, that was when I was a kid. And now there are 412 versions of it, uh, one of which I may watch at some point. Um, but yeah, the Blu-ray that I just got with the season 17 has, um, yeah, a brand new version of Charter because I'd need more. Uh, there's one with Paul McGann in it. There's an animated one. There's one with Tom Baker just reading out the bits in between that came on VHS with like a little book, like with the script in it. That's like crazy. Um, anyway, <laughs> Douglas Adams does do a lot of lifting from oh, his own Doctor Who work. Um, the third thing James has noticed, um, he says it is further, 
Uh, it is a further very English proof that one shouldn't trust scientists with weird names from the colder parts of Europe. Zaroff, Stalman, Jaeger, Sondergaard, twist, he wasn't a nice chapter after all. Uh, Sorensen, played by an actor named Jaeger, double points. Um, Fendelman and Stahl. Um, Sorensen, Solo, Lasky, and our very own untrustworthy Trist. <laughs> yeah, like what is... The- <laughs> It's some kind of weird British racism going on. Like, oh, our Europeans, they must be bad. Um, that's why the EU thing that was never going to work. Like, they're just <laughs> too horrifically xenophobic. Um, I've been reading a lot of Agatha Christie, and she is terrified of people from other places. Um, <laughs> uh, but James says, aside from that, it's very silly and very fun with a couple of really cool ideas in the hyperspace crash and smuggling the vracks in the project. Would watch again. Um, yeah, I enjoyed it, but it's yeah. There's it's really it's really skimpy when it comes to the the budget, and not just the budget, but just like some of the, like the the people playing monsters don't really care. <laughs> like they're just sort of shambling around the ship in their weird flares. Like the fact that the monsters have flares is is really strange um one of my favorite comments was from tim in the adam richard has a theory facebook group who said anyone else enjoy this guy's work in nightmare of eden he's come a long way from josie and the pussycats his accent on the other hand and it's <laughs> it's alex from josie and the pussycats who is the twin brother of uh alexandria were they both alex's um alexandra and alexander uh so they're twins um and he was the manager i think he went out with melody um when they were on earth did he go out with them when they were in space i don't know when justin the pussycats went to space things got very confusing uh anyway he looks a bit like shaggy from scooby-doo which i think they just use the same template except they put like dark glasses on him the same as trist wears um but yeah (laughs) but given how much that uh the it reminded me like (laughs) nightmare of eden reminded me of scooby-doo i was like oh my god this is very much Josie the Pussycats in outer space. That could totally be the same thing. Um, anyway, uh, that was our <laughs> catch-up on Nightmare of Eden. Now, let's talk War of the Sontarans. How do we feel about it? I, like I said in the last episode, I, I, I did find myself getting a little bit frustrated with the ongoing Flux storyline because I'm just like... Just give me more of this crazy Sontaran action. Like, I, I, I remember at the time being frustrated that the Sontarans were still a little bit silly, even though they're grosser. Um, I love how they've, you know, gone, we're going to make the Sontarans gross to look at again because that was always their selling point. Like, they took off the helmet and the surprise was the head was the same shape as the helmet. Um, and then the Doctor even gets a bit of, oh, no, put your helmet back on. <laughs> Which I adored. But as well as that, there was a whole scene with um, the Sontaran saying how disgusting the other one looked. Oh, you looked absolutely disgusting. No, really, really disgusting. I'm like, oh, okay, so they're still funny. (laughs) Um, Which I guess it's hard because they're such a singular-minded creature. Like, it's hard to, you know, it was fine the first couple of times because you only saw, like, one of them. Um, And they were both a bit out out of their depth but then then like i think the third time the sontarans were in the show which would have been the invasion of time they cast a whole bunch of like 
Cockney people to play them. So they've got these berserk kind of Cockney accents. Um, and then there's the weird rubbery-faced ones from The Two Doctors, which is coming in the next uh, Blu-ray box set. So I'm going to have to look at that again. Um, but that one was also very strange. Uh, but yeah, then... Obviously, you've got all the modern series Sontarans, which are played strictly for laughs as soon as Strax turns up. Like, he's absolutely an idiot. Um, the other, because the original Sontarans, like, the first two were, you know, getting things slightly wrong because they were on Earth um, and didn't really understand anything and they were just there for conquest. Um, and including that hilarious little flag that raises itself. Like, the, if you go back and watch the Time Warrior the, that is referenced in War of the Sontarans, the flag raises itself. It's hilarious. It's like a little electronic blip and then it pops up. And you know what I love is that they we have invented one of those now. The, <laughs> the Chinese space program put a robot on the moon that had a self-raising flag. <laughs> So they are indeed the Sontarans. Um, they're deciding to create the same technology as the Sontarans. I love it. Uh, so yeah, I it, it's it's fun. Like I really love like the the war stuff. Still looks amazing. I guess it's only three months old. <laughs> it's like no, Nightmare of Eden, where it's like you know over over forty years old. Like <laughs> where it's just like oh, what what is what is going on with this you know ancient television that looks so dorky. Um, and the special effects, like the redone special effects in Nightmare of Eden were equally annoying. I'm like, I'd just rather watch the terrible ones from before. If the new ones are going to be not great, (laughs) then I'd rather just watch the terrible ones. Um, anyway, yeah, all of the effects look amazing. But yeah, the Atropos thing is, at least watching it this time, I felt like I got more understanding of what the Mori were doing, because... You know, I watched it like two or three times last time, and I don't know whether it's because of the effect they put on that weird triangle's voice, or you know, the fact that I listened to it through a crazy speaker system that I can't really tell what's going on or where the voices are coming from. But yeah, it made more sense this time what the Mori were doing, um, as opposed to last time where I was just like, "What?" That's because it's like all of the exposition comes through that little triangle thing who has an annoying voice like the <laughs> like the annoying light things that put the doctor on trial or the the, the what's her name the Cesar of Diplos or whatever it is and uh in the stones of blood there are these two annoying lights um that are the judges uh space judges and these triangle things had a very similar vibe um just floating around being annoying making noise uh so yeah i i I thought it was maybe a mistake to give all of the exposition to uh very very heavily uh electronically affected voice but anyway, I still enjoyed it. Uh, all right, on to the next episode, which is uh, Once Upon Time, not Doctor Who and the Planet of Time, which I'm still devastated it's not called that. Hold up. 
A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50% to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.